It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is better than what you're wearing right now. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code LOCKEDON. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 566 of Locked On Raptors for... Uh, Thursday? Thursday, September 19th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at LockedOnRaptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. Please make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams getting geared up for the season here. I think a lot of the shows are getting back at least close to daily now and sort of addressing some preseason concerns and questions and whatnot for all the teams. So make sure you're checking that out. If you're a fantasy player, Josh Lloyd has you covered on Locked On Fantasy Basketball. And, of course, all the football, baseball, and soon-to-be hockey that you need covered as well is uh, under the umbrella of the Lockdown Podcast Network. So make sure you get all of that onto your phones via iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, my Ranking Every Raptor update is up now at RaptorsHQ.com. You can check it out. Uh, I'm going to have a podcast that I'm recording tonight, actually, with Dan Grant that'll drop tomorrow, where we'll talk all about that and uh, get into some of his disagreements with me. And... That should be a lot of fun, so make sure you check that out at Raptors HQ if you have not done so yet. All right, on today's show, it is the final quarterfinal matchup. It's been a year or so in the making, year and a half in the making, the quarterfinals of the Locked On Raptors Trivia Tournament, and I am pleased to be joined today by a pair of competitors who are fighting for the right to play the aforementioned Dan Grant in the semifinal, the final four on the Barg side of the bracket. First off, it's the number one seed in the Barg's bracket. He's cruised through the tournament so far. Uh, before we got on air, he accused me of icing the kicker with this year and a half delay between rounds and, and his and his competing. Maybe that's true. I don't know. But we're joined by Josh Lewenberg from TSN. Josh, what's up, buddy? Hey, Sean. Yeah, I, I mean, one of a few things is happening here. We talked about icing the kicker. I was feeling good. I was confident. So you called a one-and-a-half-year timeout to ice me or call the timeout in between the free throws, I guess, would be the basketball analogy. Um, or maybe you just ran out of questions, so you waited a year and a half to get some new trivia here. If you, if, if you ask the question, which season did the Raptors win the championship in, I think I'm ready to answer that. I know that one. Look, man, I did I think, a lot. I, I think Sean wanted to uh, – he waited a year and a half so he could reuse the same questions again. <laughs> I did, also I, an option. I don't think I've done that. Uh, the voice you hear talking to Josh is the lone remaining listener of the show in the listener side of the bracket. The number 12 seed in the Bargs region has cruised his way through this tournament pretty well uh, in addition to Josh. Probably two of the most uh, storied competitors in the tournament so far. It's Dave Soriel. Dave, how's it going, man? Hey, I'm good, and I'm, I'm glad to be back in Raptors Trivia. I've been doing nothing um, less for the last year and a half, but um, drilling myself in Raptors uh, information, so excited <laughs> to go today. 
Look, I did a lot of playoff-related and, like, title season-related questions in the previous episode with Vivek Jacob and Russell Peddle, and they did not do super hot. So, I don't know. Maybe that's not... I don't have as many this time around. There are some from this season, but not as many. So maybe, uh, I don't know, you guys can go dig in the well of your past knowledge from previous years. You guys clearly have that uh, in spades. So we'll see what you got. My short-term knowledge is not so good. Ask me about Oliver Miller all you want. (laughs) But... uh, (laughs) Yeah, don't don't ask me, don't ask me about the championship. All right, I, I won't then. I won't. I, I like that one. Over under on Oliver Miller's weight. That could be a good one. <laughs> current, past and current. Oh man, I don't want to even know the answer to current. That depresses oh, me no, deeply. Current. What if he just whipped himself into really good? He's like uh, a spelt. 150 right now. He's like a CrossFit <laughs> trainer. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Where is Oliver Miller? See, that's the document. That's the uh, that's the doc I want to watch. I don't care about big country. I want to know where Oliver Miller is. Well, let's let's. <laughs> I mean, we have the internet at our fingertips here. Let's see where Oliver Miller is. Uh, he's 49 years old. He uh, but but when did he retire? He did he play overseas? He played a little bit in some weird leagues. He actually played professionally in 2010. For the Lawton Fort Sill Cavalry, I don't think that's a thing. Uh, he also played China yeah, a little bit. Be a team there. <laughs> oh, in April 2011, he was accused of pistol whipping a man during an altercation at a barbecue cookout in Arnold, Maryland. He was arrested and charged with first and second degree assault, reckless endangerment, possessing possessing a handgun, using a handgun in a violent crime, possessing a handgun in a vehicle, and disorderly conduct among other, among other charges. On November 1st, Miller pled guilty to first degree assault and possessing a handgun. He was sentenced on February 3rd, 2012. Uh, followed five year sentence with four years suspended, followed by five years probation. So uh, that's what's up I'm with guessing, Oliver I'm Miller. This is on today's quiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, reading comprehension was a part of the the, the trivia today. So get ready. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm also guessing that neither of you guys were at that barbecue. <laughs> I can't say I was. Uh, he was inducted into the University of Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, our Hall of Honor in September 2016 as well. So things are turning up for Oliver Miller, baby. Uh, let's get to the trivia question, shall we? Of course, the rules, there are seven questions you will uh, buzz in with your first name if you think you know the answer to each question. Usually they're worth one point. There is one on today's uh, Before the Battle Round. Question number six will be worth three points, so keep an eye out for that one. Uh, and then the battle round is the last question where there are multiple answers. You guys will go back and forth until either one of you has three strikes or one of you has clinched the victory uh, or one of you just has all the answers and you want to keep dunking on the other person. There's no real rule to how the battle round uh, plays out, so we'll get to that later on. Let's get to question number one, though. Are there any questions as to how this is going to work, guys? Are you guys all good? Let's do it. I don't... Let's do it. All right, cool. Question number one. This is one where you both get to guess. It's the closest to the pin question. How many wins has the Toronto Raptors franchise average per season since entering the NBA in 1995-96 and we're going to one decimal point? Dave. Dave. 39.4. Okay, and Josh, what is your guess? Uh, 39.5. Uh, oh god, math. Uh Fire. Dave, you win, you get the point for this one. The correct answer is 37.6. You try to do the Bob Barker thing, and you failed, Josh. Disappointing for you, but it's one nothing now. 
for Dave through one question, and we'll move on to question number They just two. won a championship. I forgot how bad they were for so long. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Uh, question number two, here we go. On November 20th, 2018, Danny Green hit a catch-and-shoot mid-range game winner to clinch a 93-91 win over the Orlando Magic on the road. Who threw the inbound pass to Green on the play? Josh. Josh. Uh, it's Kyle Lowry. In fact, it was Kyle Lowry who threw a beautiful bounce pass. Always knows exactly where the bounce should be on those little pocket passes or apparently long inbound passes on game-winning plays because he's a god. 1-1, the score. Moving on to question number two, or sorry, number three, with the tied up. Uh, let me just pull it up here. Question three. Since the start of the 2014-15 season, only one Raptors, only one Raptor, excuse me, has started multiple season openers at the power forward spot. Who is that player? Josh. Josh. Uh, um, Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam is the correct answer. He started in the 2016-17 season, if you recall. And then again, to start this season, very good. I, was, I thought I might trip one of you up. Uh, it, Dave is, it, it did sorry. for a second because I know he didn't start the opener two years ago. He wasn't even in the rotation in game one two years ago. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're warming up again, Josh, after that first question. <laughs> uh, Dave, I'm is there... numbers. I would, I would do terribly on the prices right. <laughs> Dave, is there some background noise? Uh, is there a way to like mute until you're just buzzing in with your answer, if that's possible at all? If not, that's totally okay. But uh, just getting a little background there. Uh, anyway, moving on. Question number four. It's 2-1 for Josh. Here we go. Ahead of what season did the Toronto Raptors drop the color purple from their logo and regular uniforms for good? Dave. Dave. 2005. Like the 0506 season? Yeah. That is incorrect. Josh, you can steal the point. Do I lose a point if I get the wrong answer? No. Um, so it was earlier than that. Um, it was... I think Bosch wore purple. Um, I'm going to say... Did he wear Purple. I'll go 0304. That is also incorrect. The correct answer is actually 2006-2007 when they did the full oh, rebrand. Oh, you know, I really, 
I really saw those white uniforms. I remember mm-hmm. in the beginning of the BC era, but I wasn't quite there. Yeah, yeah. they had the uh, the alternate purple front, black back, which I think they should be bringing back this year, and I will be mad if they don't. Uh, they had that as their alternate until the end of 0506, and they still had the purple on the logo. They didn't go to the claw until just ahead of the 06-07 season. So uh, you guys, neither of you get a point there. We're stuck 2-1, Josh. Through three I'm bad questions. At years too, FYI. What's that? I said I'm bad at years too, FYI. Oh, okay. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to move on to question number five now. January 2014 represented what was perhaps the peak of Terrence Ross's career. On January 25th, <laughs> he scored 51 points in a loss against the Clippers, of course, but six days later, he put to tape what is probably his most famous highlight as an NBA player. Which Western Conference player is Josh, on a post? Yo, Josh. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that it was which team was it against? Is the question? That, you, the, you, that you interrupted mid-question, so I don't know. Well, so I just got. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump in there. Josh buzzed uh, in first, it, so it, I'll give it, him a chance. It's, uh, it's Denver. That's the incorrect answer. I will finish the question now. Which Western Conference player is on the poster of the famous dunk oh. he threw down on January 31st, no. 2014? The map. The mammal for Reed. Kenneth Fareed is the correct answer. Josh, you got a little ahead of yourself there. Uh, I, I appreciate the gumption of jumping in early. I, I think that's a pretty ballsy move. But... I know, because I, 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 I was like, fine, they're going to get one on Josh. No, we got him for <laughs> uh, So now we are through five questions with the score tied at two. And there are lots of points still available. There are three points available for question number six and a total of nine points available in the battle round, so it's anybody's game right now, but you can get yourself a serious head start by getting question number six correct. You need to get all three correct answers in order to get the three points. It's a three or zero type of situation. Okay, here we go. Since the beginning of the 2013-14 season, only three franchises have won more regular season games than the 321 and won by the Raptors. For three points, name those three teams. Josh. Josh. Golden State. Correct. Houston. I'm not going to say the Golden State was obvious. I'm not going to say yes to because that'll spoil it for Dave if he's trying to steal. So Golden State was the obvious one. Carry on. Houston and who else? Golden State, Houston, and San Antonio. The Warriors, Spurs, and Rockets is the correct answer. Oh, that was going to be my steal. (laughs) Oh, man, yeah. The Warriors are 373 and 119 since then, which is fucking insane. Uh, The Spurs are 340 and 152. And Houston's only three wins ahead of the Raptors at 324 and 168. So, Josh, a big three points on the board there for you. Maybe this was unfair the way I've ordered these questions, but uh, I'm the commissioner, so I do what the hell I want. It's 5-2, Josh, going into the final question. There is plenty of time here to catch up. And because of the unfair ordering of the questions, I am going to uh, go away from the rules that I typically would use here. Usually I would have the... A person in the lead go first for the battle round question, but that seems like a bit of an unfair advantage after getting the three-point question. So, Dave, I will allow you go you to go first for the battle round. Josh, is that okay with you? It's rigged. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, wait, Sean, I wanted to say something to your last question, too. Yeah. I mean, all three of us have to admit, hearing that question, what an amazing 
era it's been for the Raptors, hasn't it been? Oh, the best team in the East since 2013-14. That's like over half a decade. That's pretty damn crazy. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's awesome. Uh, all right, battle and round yet question. Still under on the what, what was it, what was the 39 wins in the first question? Yeah, on average for the franchise history. Yeah, it's the it, it shows how magical it's been. <laughs> yeah. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, all right, battle round question, somewhat related to the topic of conversation. Nine active franchises have a lower all-time winning percentage than Toronto Raptors' mark of 470 at 902 and 1018. Name those nine franchises. Dave, you get to go first. If you get it wrong, you get a strike. If you get one right, you get a point, and then we'll go back and forth until there's three strikes for one of you or the game has been clinched. Dave, you go first. Sacramento. Sacramento Kings is correct. Over to you, Josh. New Orleans. The New Orleans Pelicans is also correct. You're both at one point. Dave, back to you. Okay. Um, Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic uh, is incorrect. That is your first uh, strike, Dave. Josh, back over to you. Minnesota. The Minnesota Timberwolves are the all-time... Lowest winning percentage franchise among active franchises. That is a correct answer. And uh, you have three points in the battle round now. Oh, sorry, two. It's 2 1 in the battle round. Overall, the score is uh, 6 to 3. Or 7 to 3, that is. Uh, Dave, back to you. You got one strike. Charlotte Hornets. The Charlotte Hornets slash Bobcats is correct. So. Let me just see how many we have left here. I think we've got yeah, we've got five teams left on this list, so it's 2-2 in the battle round. Josh, back to you. You're on no strikes. The Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies is correct. That's another point for you, Josh. You're getting dangerously close to clinching. There are four points remaining. It is currently 8-4, to four, so Dave, you need to get all of the remaining points available. Oh, man. No pressure, right? <laughs> um... Uh, and I'm starting to run a little low on my on my thoughts on this. Uh, you know what? I want to throw I want to throw it out there, and if I'm wrong, uh, I'll feel good about it anyway. Because I've always felt it, it's kind of hilarious how everyone feels the Golden State Warriors are the most magnificent team ever. Being an old fan in the '90s, I know just how bad they've been historically. I'm going to say the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors is incorrect they are not far off they are just two spots ahead of the raptors in terms of all-time uh winning percentage they're 25th all-time with a 480 uh this includes a couple teams ahead of them that are defunct now so uh, i don't know they're probably like 20th all-time but uh yeah you are incorrect dave that is your second strike there's still hope though if josh gets this wrong you still have some strikes to work with here so josh back over to you you can clinch the game with a correct response here is it the Nets? The Brooklyn slash New Jersey Nets is correct. They have an all-time winning percentage of 417, 1450, and 2028. 
You are correct, Josh. You have clinched the, the, the game here. Congratulations. Uh, there are still some options on the board, though. Josh, I'll allow you to continue to, to rattle them off if you'd, like, if you'd like to run up the score on Dave a little bit. Uh, is there any advantage to doing that? I mean, it, you, you, you go into the next round on a high note. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Get that feeling of the foot on the neck. No, no, I'm not, I'm not taking any, uh, shots when there's less than 24 seconds le- left on the, uh, on the clock. <laughs> That's Mike Budenholzer ass thing to do. Uh, Dave, do you have any answers you want to toss in? Oh, uh, no, I, I'm, just, I'm going to throw a last hand into it. I, I like, I, I appreciate it from Josh. He's not going to uh, do, uh, it was a Karan Butler to JV, wasn't it? When he stole the ball and went for a dunk. When he, when he was, when JV was just trying to hold the 24 second clock. Oh, I recall. Lance, Steven, yeah. Lance Stevenson too, no? Yeah, Lance did that for sure. My my favorite of all time is when uh, OG Ananobi dunked on the Hawks' asses and made uh, yep. Coach Bud real real pissed off. That was the that was the old like. Do it. Take shots when the shot clock's off. It's cool. It's good. I support it all the time. Uh, and that's why Budenholzer is coaching in Milwaukee. He said, I refuse to coach that OG Ananobi. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like on, on the topic of that, I've always felt so bad for those guys, you know, that you're going to get like 12 total minutes for the NBA season. And you've only been out, you've been out there since one minute and seven seconds. Hey, 24 second clock's there. Time to triple it out. Yeah. That's why the NBA needs to adopt like the FIBA tiebreak rules to encourage uh, people being jerks. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. Get rid of divisions and just have that be the, the tiebreaker is the plus minus. I'm in I'd love that. to see the blowouts. Like that incentivizes teams, even like in garbage time, to run up the score. I love it. Or just have every it series be, be fun. Have every series be six games, and then the decider, if it's 3-3, is point differential? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Although game seven, getting rid of game sevens would be devastating. Oh, uh, I think the Raptors would have not won a title if that was the rules, so uh, yes. I'm cool with the way it is right now. Uh, if you're going to be a coward, Josh, and not give the extra answers, I'll do it wow, for you if you'd coward. like. Oh, <laughs> I just know your, your semifinal opponent, Dan Grant, is sitting there listening, I'm sure, and going, wow, Josh can't even rattle off these last three. I've been screaming them into my mic for, into my uh, into my earbuds or whatever <laughs> you scream into uh, for the last five minutes, and he won't even say them. Uh, so I'll just say them. The Cleveland Cavaliers are one of the teams, the Washington Wizards as well, of course, and the uh, LA Clippers. Also, one of those terribly, oh terribly morbid franchises. I'm just like, oh my god, how did I not say those <laughs> Yeah, uh, the Orlando Magic was a good guess, by the way. I just pulled up the, the list. I accidentally closed the tab. Uh, they were one spot ahead of the Raptors. The Warriors are 25th. Uh, there's some other teams I think you guessed, but yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you have lost, Dave, with those two incorrect guesses for the Magic and the Warriors. Do you have anything to say in defeat? Uh, yeah, um, it was. It's been a pleasure, Sean. And um, I, I will throw this out here. I know. You, I know you know this, uh, so I'll say it. Uh, my my daughter's presently um, at the McMaster's Children's Hospital, so being on this today was was a great escape, and uh, it allows me to just uh, wish Bridget well online or wherever, however this uh, gets out there. And it's been a lot of fun, and. Uh, Best of luck to you going forward, Josh, uh, with the season. And I know that the season pales in uh, comparison to being the eventual winner of the trivia challenge. And, uh... <laughs> uh, Thanks, Dave. Uh, best of luck to you and your family. 
Thanks so much, Josh. Yeah, all the best wishes to Dave and his daughter, and uh, hope everything's okay there. Uh, Josh, we're going to see you in the semifinals, hopefully like next in week a, or so. In a year and a half from now? No, no, no. no. <laughs> so you're up against Dan, who was the guy who yelled at me to get the, the thing back going, so I'm going to have to to do it, otherwise he's going to scream at me. Um, so you're going to be up against Dan Grant. We have a 1-2 matchup, by the way, in the Bargs region. It's gone a little bit off book on the Mike James side of the bracket with uh, Vivek getting there. It's a three seed, and John Chick is the nine seed making it. Um, but it's gone chalk with Josh and Dan on the other side, and I think that is going to be a titanic matchup that I'm very much looking forward to. Um, do you have anything to say in victory, Josh? Uh, looking forward to the semifinals. Like I said, hopefully within the next 12 months or so. I'll DM you, like, tomorrow <laughs> with the plans for next week, okay? <laughs> information is fresh in my head man yeah let's yeah. go let's keep it going keep it rolling. I, there is plenty of I've, I've kind of gotten into a groove there was some truth when you said that because of all of the questions i had to write before i kind of ran out of ideas i've got some good juices flowing in terms of creative questions now so i i think i'm good we'll be talking next week i'm sure uh and i have dan on the podcast tomorrow and he's gonna probably yell at me again if if to just get oh, on, on the thing, you, so. is, is he going to help you create the questions? Uh, Josh, Josh <laughs> now. Conspiracy? Really? Yeah, it's a uh, conspiracy against Josh, the way the refs are conspiring against Canada and the Raptors, of course. Exactly. Uh, uh, all right, that's going to do it for today's show. Please uh, check out Josh's work. Dave, you also do some work uh, as well, correct, that people can check out? Or is that more of a uh, behind-closed-doors proprietary type of, type of thing? Uh, well, I wish it was more proprietary. I, I've, I've done some work with Canada Basketball, helping them uh, just uh, analyze some of their opponents coming up. And uh, I'm doing some different data analytics work for uh, for a few different teams. Amazing. That's, that's awesome. Uh, I guess you can't divulge much more than that, so that's totally okay. And uh, Josh, tsn.ca, all the platforms, Josh does a fantastic job, as you know as a listener to this podcast. Uh, we're going to wrap that there, though. You can subscribe, rate, review this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. It's very much appreciated when you do that. Uh, also, please check out Ranking Every Raptor, version 2.0. That is updated. Uh, I have ceded to the whims of Eric Kareen, who screamed at me last year for having Amir Johnson behind Danielle Marshall in the rankings. That and a whole lot more. <laughs> in Yeah, yeah, yeah. The single season that's for Danielle was very good. <laughs> yeah, this it was a really you know, good season. You got, you got, a, you got a slow, a slow simmering steak versus uh, a little bit of a champagne supernova with Danielle. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was there was some reason behind it. I've I've corrected it. I've uh, I've you know I got yelled at by Kareen enough. So that and a whole lot more in the rankings. So make sure you check that out. And uh, as always, thank you so much. We will talk to you next time with another episode of Locked On Raptors. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.